0: So naturally, what happens as people move through the trauma of their childhood or the false belief systems that they had about themselves during childhood, um, what naturally starts to happen as they do that is they start to really just naturally discover their gifts. So, I mean, pretty much everybody that's gone through the metamorphosis has uncovered like a deep spiritual gift that they have, that they're meant to share with the world. And then if they don't already have a business, they start a business doing it.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Duchess marmet
2: We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge.
1: We are excited to educate, motivate and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 124 of the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so excited to share our new podcast episode format that we'll be dropping monthly. It's called a 15-Minute Health Transformation Audit, or HTA. We will be bringing you, our community members, on our show for a 15-minute HTA, where we will guide you to identify what's holding you back from your ideal health and wellness. And we will analyze with you so you can walk away with tangible action steps. We are super excited about these episodes. As integrative health practitioners and health coaches, we'd love doing this kind of work with you. So grab a cup of tea, get cozy. You can check out episode 121 to hear from Kim, our first community member on the show. Even better, we would love to have you on. So click the link in our show notes to sign up for your 15-minute health transformation audit. We'd also love for you to head on over to Apple Podcasts. If you're enjoying this episode, please leave us a rating or a review. It just takes two minutes and it really helps us reach more people so that others can benefit from the inspiring conversations and resources that we share each week. So we'd also love for you to share it with a friend, family member, or anyone who you think may benefit from this information. Stephanie and I would also love to connect with you on social media or via email, so feel free to reach out and share how these conversations are helping you to discover your art of living well. And now let's welcome today's amazing guest, Elise Basin, spiritual mentor, breathwork practitioner, psychic, and CEO of Elise Breeds. Elise has always been a seeker. At a very young age, she had a metaphysical experience that she would later understand as her psychic gifts. As a highly sensitive psychic and empath, growing up for Elise wasn't easy. She was always aware of what everyone around her was thinking and feeling, and it was uncomfortable and even overwhelming. She often found herself in unhealthy relationship dynamics where she gave her power away. In a search for answers, she discovered her breathwork at the age of 19 while working at a yoga studio. Since then, she has been on a journey of self-discovery. Breathwork has been a large part of this journey for her. Elisa's gift is being able to see and understand how your ancestral trauma and familial programming are creating your current glass ceiling. Her mission is to guide you to transmute that trauma and break through that glass ceiling rapidly and efficiently, just as she has done with herself. She has over a decade of experience as a mental health professional with a master's degree in counseling psychology and a certification in social emotional learning. So she understands how to recognize and release old programming in a very efficient way. As a psychic and channel, she is fiercely dedicated to carrying out her mission on this planet, which is to help you heal from the past, raise your vibrational frequency and carry out your soul's mission. In today's conversation, we discuss why clearing childhood trauma is the fastest way to create the positive changes you're seeking in your life. We talk about the science behind breath work. We talk about why breath work is one of the most efficient ways to transform your reality, and also how ancestral trauma and familial programming plays a huge role in our realities. And then we talk about how she guides people through break, breaking that glass ceiling. So this is a fantastic conversation. We learned so much from Elise, and we're excited to have her on the show today. But first, a quick word
1: from our sponsor, Thrive Chiropractic. I was first introduced to Thrive Chiropractic over five years ago for kinesiology-based food sensitivity testing. I was so amazed by this non-invasive and inexpensive technique that I took my son to have testing done, which confirmed some of his food sensitivities. Both my son and I now have regular tune-ups and even my leery husband has felt the immense benefits from receiving chiropractic care, including cupping.
2: With over 25 years of clinical experience, the doctors at Thrive Chiropractic located in Minnetonka, Minnesota, combine their passion for wellness with a strong expertise in effective treatment approaches. When you first come to Thrive Chiropractic, the doctors are focused on helping you feel better as soon as possible, and they recognize that one type of treatment or technique does not work for everyone. Your comprehensive exam, personal goals, and individual concerns help the doctors tailor your custom treatment plan for maximum results. Thrive Chiropractic's integrative approach offers holistic and effective health care with a full spectrum of complementary products and services, including acupuncture, massage, food sensitivity testing, CBD, and premium supplements. As a special offer,
1: Thrive Chiropractic would like to invite listeners of our podcast to experience the gifts of health with a $25 new patient visit, which includes the initial consultation, a comprehensive exam, any necessary x-rays, and first adjustments. Simply visit the website at www.ThriveCairoMN.com or call 952-746-5612 and reference the Arts of Living Well podcast. When you're seeking effective, non-invasive treatment approaches to support your health goals, let Thrive Chiropractic be your partner in wellness. Call or book online today. Hi, Elise. We are
2: so excited that we connected with you online. And Stephanie and I are really um, interested to hear a lot more about what you do. And everyone has a story. And we would love to hear your journey and how you came to understand your gifts at a young age and how you were eventually able to reclaim your consciousness through breathwork and then going on to help people heal their traumas.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, wow. The, it's a it's funny. I'm like, because where do I start, right? Like, do I start when I came out of the womb or where, <laughs> where do I begin here? <laughs> um, but I think, you know, as it, like you said, as a child, um, I always had certain gifts and abilities and would have experiences that I couldn't quite explain, that I never really told anyone. And then, you know, gradually as I grew up and started to do personal growth work and all of the journey that I went on as far as self-discovery and spirituality, I really started to connect the dots and realize, you know, that this was all a part of my psychic gifts and my spiritual gifts and everything. But I, I think I really started on my journey when I was 19, Um, I was I was struggling at the time I was in college and I was struggling with an eating disorder and I was just like pretty unhappy. And I was just searching for reasons why, because I had a really nice childhood. I had two parents who loved me very much and who supported me. And, you know, there was nothing outwardly Wrong, but I was really unhappy, and and I needed to understand why. And additionally, I was always so interested in human behavior, why people do the things they do, what is this, what's really going on in this world, like what is this really about, you know? And I was always asking these deeper questions. So um, I think my journey with my eating disorder kind of like propelled me in the direction of like seeking these deeper answers even further. And so I first discovered yoga and I started working at a yoga studio and it was there that I discovered breath work. And I did breath work for the first time and I just was very drawn to it. Like it wasn't like I had a profound experience per se the first time. I just knew that I wanted more. And I think I just like intuitively knew that that was going to bring me deeper into the answers that I was looking for. So um I just started doing every breathwork thing that was available here in Philadelphia. Um, there's a great community here called the Philadelphia Rebirthing Center and they provide um trainings. They, they teach you how to become a breathworker and they have this like nine month long training program. And I did that like three times. This is all between the ages of like 19 and 22, basically. I did that three times. And then I did a uh, teacher training program and I uh, started teaching breath work. And I started um, leading classes on my own. I had clients and um, it just kind of started being a huge part of my life, but, you know, I was also in my twenties and I was also in college. So I kind of had like two versions of myself, like the one that was doing this spiritual journey and hanging out with like 35 and 40 year olds. And then, <laughs> and then like the one who was like going to frat parties and like <laughs> hanging out with my college friends and like drinking and whatever, you know what I mean? So it was, it was kind of funny, um, because there was kind of, you know, and sometimes I guess they would bleed over into each other, but, but it was kind of like I had these two versions of myself. And then, you know, I, breathwork was always a part of my life and spirituality and personal growth was always a huge part of my life, even, you know, always. And, but I still kind of then went on more of a traditional path. I think at the time I wasn't ready to fully just like be a breath worker or have my own business. So, um, I went back to school in my later 20s and I became a school counselor. I got my master's degree in counseling psychology and I worked as a school counselor for 10 years. And, you know, I think during that time, you know, it was a great career for me and I was really good at it, but also it kind of was the perfect, thing for me, because so much of the work I do is around trauma and helping people move through trauma. You know, I, I literally worked with traumatized children for 10 years. So I got this like real world experience that kind of complemented my gifts, you know, the information that I just naturally knew and naturally was interested in. But now I was like seeing it in real time and understanding it. So I think I got this like perfect marriage of, you know, just your innate abilities and real world experience, um, which has now made it so that today I'm, you know, one of my biggest things that I'm really good at is helping you move through trauma and seeing it really quickly and knowing how to help you move through it quickly. And a lot of it being around your childhood. So, um, so yeah, so I had that career for 10 years. And then, um, in 2019, I was really feeling the, pull to do something different um I had gotten a a new job and I thought that like that was the answer for me I thought I just needed a new job and the new job that I got was like Everything that would have been on my list, like I got a raise. The school was super progressive. They let me start a meditation program. They bought me like like fifty yoga mats. Like it was an amazing school. But I was like still not happy. And I was like, wait, so I, you know that that must not have been the answer. And I was um, just knowing that there was more for me. So I started working with a coach. And then I quickly realized that it was time for me to start my own business because I had all of these. Abilities that I wasn't really utilizing in my job as a school counselor. So um, I started my business in like early 2020, and I initially just thought I was going to be teaching breathwork and doing like breathwork sessions with people. Um, But it quickly progressed into so much more than that. And now I have two group programs, and um, I still work with people one-on-one in larger capacities and um, use a bunch of different tools. Um, I still use Breathwork a lot, also the Akashic Records and just my uh, the different energetic gifts that I have uh, to really help people move through stuff really quickly and then just claim the lives they want to live. So that's kind of the the long and short version of it.
1: Wow. Well, what a great story. I love, I love hearing stories by this. I'm just so inspired and I'm really dying to know more about your psychic gifts. So can you tell us a little bit about those gifts and the, the messages you receive and how you're able to tune in to others through, you know, on an energetic level?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's funny cause this is something I've always been able to do, but I think that just in the last few years from when I started my business was when I really started to um, not only learn how to work with my abilities, but also I think the bigger thing is just trusting my abilities because, you know, I've always been able to read people's energy. And um, I, I, after I started working with the Akashic Records, I realized that I'm always reading the Akashic Records. Like that's just naturally what I'm doing and what I'm naturally tuned into and I used to have experiences when I was a school counselor where I would just like know things about kids and teachers and the parents. And I would be able to talk to a parent about their kid in this very deep way and give them all this information. And I, didn't even know their kid that well. Like I might not even have talked to them very much other than like one conversation, but for some reason I just knew this information cause I could just kind of tune in on an energetic level. Um, but it was hard for me to understand because it was just something I naturally did. And I didn't realize that like, not everybody was doing that, you know? So I was just kind of like, Am I making this up? Like sometimes I would think I was making it up. I still think I'm making things up sometimes, but then they turn out to be true. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So then um, I think it's something that's been happening my whole life, and then also, um, you know, being very sensitive and and empathic, it can be difficult to know. What's somebody else's feelings and what what's your feelings? So I think that's something that I would get a really caught up on throughout most of my life until I started my business and I started working with people and started learning how to discern between like what's mine and what somebody else's. And then just honing my abilities to like really work with my gifts and understand when I'm getting information versus, you know, just my own thoughts. And um, so, yeah, so I guess what it really looks like is I receive information in a lot of ways. Um, I will see visuals, I will hear things, and I'll also feel things. So um, it's it's kind of like a, a multi-sensory experience for me. Um, and And I think, though, and I think hopefully this will help people when I share this, is like really the key to all of it is trusting it because if you don't trust it, then you're going to kind of push away everything that's coming through. Um, so, so yeah. And then once I started like working with people and seeing that the information that I was getting was very impactful for them and very helpful for them. And then as I just kept going with it and just kept trusting it and trusting it and trusting it, then it like went deeper. Whereas like now when I work with people and help them shift blocks, you know, I can really see very clearly exactly what it is. And I'm able to like trust that I know that, and then see that it's very helpful for them, then that just continues building that relationship of me trusting the information that's coming through and it having an impact on people. And then it just kind of keeps growing, I guess you could say.
2: So super interesting. I'm wondering if we can back up because I don't think most people will know what the Akashic records are. Can you explain what that is and how you, I don't know, channel them, if that's the right word? Sure. Yeah. And and
0: let me just say, I think uh, in 2020 was the first time I had heard of the Akashic records too. Um, So I just recently have found out what they are. So the way I like to describe the records is it's like a living library of information of everything that's ever occurred in the universe. So Specifically, if I'm reading your Akashic Records, for example, I would be looking at the evolution of your soul um, and where you're wanting to go, where you've been, and then additionally, like what's the next level for you at this time? And then additionally, like what are the blocks that you need to clear in order to step into that next level? And then I'll also I also can receive information around like your guides or your past lives or any like ancestral patterning that needs to be cleared. So it's really just an all-encompassing tool of information that um, just holds a really high frequency of truth. So the way that I like to describe it for myself, the way I experience it is it's like, a frequency of information. So it's almost like this. all of this information is living at this certain frequency and all I have to do is tune into it like a radio. And when I tune into that frequency, I start to receive information in in the form of visuals. I hear things, um, I feel things. And then I basically just translate that information into words for you or whoever I'm reading
2: them for. So there's no physical records, I guess. No, they're not physical. <laughs> this is not no. physical. This is all very <laughs> um,
0: yes, it's
2: meta. it uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it lives yeah, it lives in a non physical place, like at a at a certain frequency. But it's all available, and anybody could read the records. Anybody could tap into it. Um, it's not, you know, I think there's people who would want to tap into it more than others, but anybody could.
2: And is it related, sorry, to the stars in the universe? Like, is that connected to it at all?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's all connected.
0: Okay. It's definitely all connected.
1: So when you're working with people, are you working with them remotely? Like you're tapping into their, I've worked with lots of different healers and energetic healers and things like that. Um, Similar, but different. So I'm super interested in this. Are you just picking up on their energy and you're able to really tap into the frequency to receive the information about a specific individual or a group, like you mentioned group programs, Mm -hmm. when someone's like in a zoom, are you on the phone with them? You know, is it you asking for permission? Like, how does that?
0: Yes, you definitely get permission. Uh, You ask the person for permission to go into their records. And usually for people, because I usually work with people for a longer term process. I don't, Sometimes I'll do one-off sessions, but just kind of like as a special thing, I don't do them often. So for me, when someone's signing on to work with me um, in a longer capacity, they're automatically like giving me permission to be in their records. Because for me, when I work with you, I'm basically like always in your records. And a lot of the information that I'm going to tell you is going to be from that frequency like from that vantage point. So, um, so yes, but if it was just like a one-off session, I would ask permission to go in your records and I do everything remotely., um, so most of the work that I'm doing with people is going to be me accessing your records and kind of seeing like, where's your next stage of evolution? what is blocking you and how can we remove those blocks in order to get there? And I use the records as a tool for all of that work.
1: That's so cool. So how many, you know, on average, how many sessions do you typically do with someone before you're able to unblock the childhood trauma? And
0: Yeah, it depends. It depends on the person. And I think it depends on like how far they want to go right. you know um but i would say for people to really have like a big shift like i've seen it happen in as little as like five sessions you know like six weeks 6 to 8 weeks with me with like five sessions and then talking in between um people can have a really big shift with that amount of time for sure but again it depends on the person um if it's somebody who has never, you know, gone down this journey of looking at their, their stuff and healing, then I would say it would definitely be a little bit longer than it, say, if it was somebody who's like, okay, I just uncovered this specific thing and I really want to work through it. Then if they were like very specific about what we were doing, then I'd say like that six to eight week timeframe, we could definitely get a lot of movement there.
1: So you talked a lot about breath work and that's kind of what first, really drew you into um, this this part of your life, like you described it when you were 19. So can you tell us a little bit about the science behind breathwork and how it connects you to the quantum field? Yes,
0: definitely. So there's a few ways that I like to describe breathwork and like what's happening. So first of all, when you're doing breathwork, you have to be in the present moment it forces you to be in the present moment, which is the quantum field, right? So, because if you think about it, you can't take a breath in the past and you can't take a breath in the future. You have to be present when you are focusing on your breathing, right? And when you're consciously breathing. So it connects you instantly with the quantum field where infinite possibilities exist. So the more that you're connected with this field of infinite possibility, the more that infinite possibilities are available to you because you're regularly connecting to and essentially becoming one with this field of infinite possibility. So a lot of times people will have an experience of, you know, things that they, they, of opening up to possibilities and expanding into perspectives and opening up to things that they never would have considered before, right? So the people will have that type of experience. And then additionally, what's happening when we breathe is that we're moving energy in the body, And what happens when we move energy in the body is that things start to change because everything that we've experienced in our lives, like trauma or anything that has happened to us that we didn't fully process emotionally, which is a lot, right? Because we are not trained to process our emotions. We're used to stuffing them down. So anything that happens that we didn't fully process is is being held in the body energetically and holds a chemical signature in the cells of our body. So when you use the breath and you get that energy moving, that stuff starts to break up and it starts to move. So what ends up happening is a couple of things. One, you can have a total shift in perspective, right? Where because you break up this stuck energy and you move it out of the body, you're no longer kind of like seeing the world through that lens anymore, right? So now you can see things differently and you can open up to new possibilities. And then you can also have deeper awarenesses of things that were previously in your subconscious that now have the space to move into the conscious mind. So say it was like, you know, a belief that you inherited from your parents about money, let's say, right? Um, Now that you're doing this work and you're continually inviting the subconscious mind to come in and show you things, now you all of a sudden have these awarenesses of like, wow, I've been playing out this belief about money for the last 20 years that I didn't even realize I had, but I realize now that I took on this belief from my parents based on like what they said or what they, or how they lived or whatever. And I've been playing this out and all of a sudden it'll click, like, it'll seem like, oh, duh, you know, but before you hadn't been able to see that. So essentially what you're doing is you are kind of like allowing yourself the space to delve down into the subconscious and see the, those thoughts that are there, those beliefs that are there that are running the show that you wouldn't have been able to see previously. And then what that does is it gives you the power to actually choose out of them. Mm-hmm. And you get to use the breath to physically move that energy out of the body. So it's really like multi-layered what's happening, but it moves so much energy and gives you so much more momentum, which is why I have everybody do it because along with the work that I do with you, which is me like, going in there and figuring out exactly what's going on as far as your beliefs and your blocks and your trauma, then you do the breath work in between and you move the energy out of the body. And that's why people can move so fast because they're using this tool to just keep moving the energy out.
2: So interesting. So it reminds me a little bit of Reiki in some ways too. I'm wondering um, what, what types of breath work are you using with your clients.
0: So I was trained in what's called conscious connected breathing. So it is a more subtle, I would say technique than like, you know, Wim Hof or like that, the one where you're doing like that harder breathing, where it's like the three-part breath it's, it's, it's more gentle than that. And I really don't think it's necessary to breathe in a way where you're kind of like, where it's really intense. I mean, I think that works for some people. um, But some people, their nervous system kind of gets all crazy. Um, So the breath that I use is a simple circular breathing technique where you breathe in and out through your mouth in a circle. So there's no space between the inhale and the exhale. So you're just moving energy in the body. And then I like to encourage people not to like manipulate the breath necessarily, but more kind of drop into like their own natural rhythm with it. And um, just relax into it and just move the energy in the body so it's it's a little bit different I think than a lot of the other breath work that a lot of people are doing right now because it's just it's just more gentle and more relaxed
1: that's super interesting I mean can you I don't know if I can ask this but could you give an like demonstrate if you will that type of breath work I don't know that I'm like familiar with that
0: yeah, I can demonstrate yeah. it. You might not be able to Are hear you? it that well, but I can <laughs> demonstrate it and you can see if it like translates to audio, um, yeah. but you do it laying down. Um, and the, just to like, give you a little context, you do it laying down. And then the way that I have my clients do breath work is I create audio files for them where I'm like talking you through it. And I'm also depending on what you are working through, um, I have different breathwork sessions for different topics. So like, for example, in my program, The Metamorphosis, which is about moving through familial and ancestral trauma and discovering your gifts, I have like a breathwork session for your relationship with your mother, one for your relationship with your father, one for forgiveness, one for your sibling. Like I have them for all these different, like the big topics that we all have to move through in order to heal. So um, I'm talking you through each, each step of the way. And I'm kind of like cueing you to like move through and release certain energies. And then additionally for my one-on-one clients, I will make them their own breath work sessions specific to what they're going through that they can listen to again and again. So you're laying down and then you close your eyes and you're kind of listening to me guide you. And then the breath is very simple. It just, it looks like this.
1: so oh that is super super simple simple. and you're breathing in and out through your mouth
0: yes and we use the mouth because um it's it's you get more air through the mouth and um it just gets more energy moving
2: and it's pretty quick like when I think about the yogi breaths that I do they're Mm -hmm. kind of long and slow and yeah it's not long and and slow
0: yeah yeah it's it's very different Yeah. And it's, it's also, you know, I think I like to encourage people, like I said, to drop into their own rhythm with it. And I think once you get into a rhythm, you kind of even forget that you're doing it and you kind of like go into this, this altered state. Um, and a lot of times people might not even remember like everything that happened or they might go into like almost like a, like a dream state uh, where they're having like memories or they're just kind of like, sometimes I know for me, I'll just go somewhere where I don't even know where I went or I'll have random thoughts or random memories or some kind of like visions. And, um, you know, you kind of, sometimes I think people just completely like, leave their body in order for certain like healing processes to occur. So it's pretty multi-dimensional and also like you can never expect the same thing twice either. Like sometimes you might lay down and you might just totally fall asleep and another time you might, um, you know, have all of these extremely visual experiences or, or physical experiences. It just really depends on when you're doing it and what's going on. Um, And I always tell people you can't do it wrong because anytime you lay down to breathe with the intention of breathing, the right thing always happens.
2: I love that. And I like how simple it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Super simple. Um,
2: So you mentioned before, you know, how you started to talk about one of your programs, works with ancestral trauma and familial programming. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you just touch on how that plays such a role in our realities and also, you know, how you guide people through that?
0: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, when we're looking at, you know, say we want to create something in our lives and we feel fear. We feel blocked. We don't know how to move forward. Usually all of that is a result of the programming we received growing up, right? And that's not any fault of really our parents either because it's the programming they receive too. And a lot of it, usually what it comes down to is some level of feeling not good enough, feeling like there's something wrong with you, feeling like you're unsafe in some way, worrying about your survival on some level, and I, I always talk about that everyone has certain gaps, right, in their development that their parents couldn't fill in whatever way, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical. Whatever it is, we all have these gaps and we kind of grow around them, right? Like if you can imagine a tree that's um, growing by a fence and it might grow through or around the fence, that's kind of what we do. But then we always are kind of looking for these gaps to get filled or looking for these needs to get met. And that's what kind of stops us from stepping forward in the ways that we know we're meant to step forward in the world, or it will have overwhelming fear about it, or we don't even let ourselves get to the point where we even allow ourselves to be aware of the fact that we want something more because of all of the fear that we have or the feelings of not being not good enough. So what we do in my program, The Metamorphosis, is we go back and basically dismantle and dissect your relationships with your parents. We also look at your uh, birth. So I do, I work with every client we do, work around your birth, like what was going on while you were in utero, um, and then the circumstances around your birth, because that always has a huge impact on how you view the world. So we kind of go back and dismantle um, your relationships with your parents, your parents' relationship with each other, what they modeled to you, and what beliefs you took on about the world based on that. And then we really dismantle all of that and then allow you to step into more of what is aligned for you and your soul's calling and what you're meant to do. So naturally what happens as people move through The trauma of their childhood or the false belief systems that they had about themselves during childhood. um, What naturally starts to happen as they do that is they start to really just naturally discover their gifts. So, I mean, pretty much everybody that's gone through the metamorphosis has uncovered like a deep spiritual gift that they have that they're meant to share with the world. And then if they don't already have a business, they start a business doing it because they, they, because they've cleared all of that away and they can see themselves more clearly, it just becomes clear to them what they're meant to do. And that's like the most gratifying thing about the program is to like watch these people, like come through and discover these things about themselves that like blow me away totally where I'm like, holy shit, like this is, this is crazy. Like I never, I didn't know that not only that you could do this, but that anybody could do this. Like I had one of my clients created her own version of like sound healing through the voice. And, um, it's like nothing I've ever, ever seen seen or heard of before. And she like quit her job. She has her own business doing that. I have another client who discovered that she has the ability to channel and draw people's spirit guides. So she literally like, she'll be able to see like what your spirit guide looks like. And she's like an incredible artist and she draws it. And then she'll send you the picture and you can like put it up or whatever. It's,
2: wild wild it's wild,
0: it's so wild. Cool.
2: <laughs> yeah <Wow. laughs> has, drawn, has she drawn yours for you
0: yeah she has <laughs> I actually have it over here I have to get it framed I haven't hung <gasps> it up yet but yeah it's and like when you see it like when I saw mine and I know everyone has this experience you're like <gasps> like it 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 hits you like it, it strikes a chord with you like it's So crazy. And I've had so many people like, you know, some people who start the program, they kind of already know, you know what I mean? But they just want to clear out the muck that's holding them back. But a lot of people come in and they don't know yet. And then they discover it. And it's just,
1: it's an amazing thing to watch. Wow. This is so cool. I love, I love all of this. I'm just such a firm (laughs) believer in this too. Um, so how are you, are you doing some like talk therapy with them? I mean, giving your background too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do.
1: I do. De- okay. I think,
0: you know, I think a lot of what I'm doing for people is I'm giving them a perspective on things that they hadn't considered. You know what I mean? Because of the way that I'm able to see what's happening for people on an energetic level, and then also being able to see how, what happened to them in childhood is, energetically resulting in what's going on for them now i'm able to show them that and shift their perspective so that they can see things differently and be able to notice when they are going into an old pattern and choose out of it because i'm very i'm able to very clearly articulate what the pattern is and then help them choose out of it and help them be able to recognize it for themselves. You know what I mean? So that they can be yeah. like, if I'm having this issue, oh, that's my thing with my mom. Okay. I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Cause it's an ongoing process, right? Like you can okay. go through the metamorphosis, but what you're really doing is you're, you're uncovering and discovering the patterns so that you're empowered to choose out of them in the future, because they always show up you know, at certain times or at new levels of growth or whatever, but I'm giving you the tools so that you can navigate through those and not
1: get stuck in them. Oh yeah. So these tools, cause I, I experience all this, what you're saying. <laughs> I won't get into it all, but so the tools you're giving are all related to breath work. So if someone finds themselves triggered and they know it's related to an old pattern likely coming from their parents or childhood is there anything like in the moment that you give people to do or is it all go back to the breath work that you're doing with them that you talked about?
0: It's both. So, yeah. um, I will usually tell them to do the breath work, especially if I feel like they need to move through a deeper part of the emotional aspect of it. Cause the breath work is really good for that because what happens too is when we have an emotion come up, we immediately want to figure out like, how can I talk myself out of it? Or how can I, how can I remove myself from this? But really we just need to feel it. So it goes away. So the breathwork is really good for, you have an emotion come up, you're feeling it. Let's just use the breathwork to move it through so we don't have to get stuck in it. And then additionally, I will kind of tell you like, oh, this is that thing. Oh, this is your mom stuff. You know, I'm using yeah. mom as an example because it's yeah. all, it. that's a, such a big one. Um, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, this is the thing with your mom. Remember, like, that thing that we talked about where you do this, this, and this. And they're like, oh yeah, that's happening now. Like, it's almost like I'm like, like reminding them, like they're in the pool and I'm like giving them a hand, like here, like, remember, like, this is what's happening. Cause when you're in the pattern, you don't, you can't see out of it. So um, I'm kind of just giving them like a lifeline of being like, remember, this is all it is. It's not real. So I'm kind of like reminding you. And then the more that I do that, the more you can start doing it for yourself. So I'm giving you breath work. I'm giving you these like reminders of how to see the situation so that you can get yourself out of it.
1: Yeah, that's so so helpful.
2: How long is the metamorphosis program? Uh, Six months. Six so months. okay. Yeah.
0: So there's about um like 10 modules of you know work or processes, but um I allow you to stay in the program because we have weekly calls. So um I give you six months to get through all of that because sometimes like people will be varying in the ways that they move through it. Some people sign up and they don't touch the work for like the first two months because it's confronting. Um uh-huh. and then some people like to um you know, do it in a different order. I don't ask that you do it in the order that it's there. Um, So, you know, and and you just need support and you need time to move through all of it. So it's about 10 modules, but then it's a six month program with calls every week, group calls every
1: week.
2: Awesome. And you have a bunch of other um, programs I know as well, and they're all on your website. Is there any other program you want to talk about? Right now?
0: Yeah. So, my other group program is called the Quantum Accelerator, and that is more focused on energy. So, um, a lot of the work that I do as well is energy work that I channel in the Akashic Records to help you move specific patterns of energy, like the family patterns that we've been talking about. Um, And then specifically this program is more around how to work with your own energy in order to work in the quantum field, manifest quickly, and how to really understand the energetics of that. So while everything I do will relate in some way back to trauma, this program is just much more focused on the energetics of, um, how to create what you want and how to work with your own energy to do so. And then those are my two group programs. And then I also, um, work with people one-on-one, but I don't have as much room for that because, you know, that's a bigger, a bigger and longer commitment. And then some people who work with me one-on-one will also be in my group programs as well.
2: And we'll link okay. all this up in the show notes. Yeah, I want to check I, this out. And I know you also have a toolkit, the Ascension toolkit. Oh, oh yes.
0: And that's a digital program. And that would be like, that's a great place to start. Um, it is just kind of getting a an introduction to my tools. So you get four breathwork sessions, three meditations, and journaling to go with all the breathwork sessions. And they're basically on like the big topics like fear relationships, manifestation, and what's the other one? I think intuition. So, um, so yeah, that's a great place to start. If you just want to check out my tools and then also I have a free, uh, toolkit that's one breathwork session, one meditation and one journaling prompt. That's also a great way to just check out my tools and, and experiment with them.
2: And we'll link all this up in the show notes.
1: Yeah. So at least where can people find you?
0: Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Elise underscore breathes. Um, I also have my website, um, dot Um, and then I have a Facebook group called breathe to succeed. And I do weekly energy forecasts in there. And then I now also have a podcast, which launched in November called reclaiming consciousness. You can also check that out as well.
2: That's well, awesome. Congratulations. I <laughs> Thank <know>. you. <laughs> so cool. So, Um, Elise, as we wrap up this conversation, one question we like to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you?
0: That's a great question. Uh, To me, you know, everything to me in life is about going deep and continued self-discovery. I'm a Scorpio, so um, it's funny. I said the other day, I'm like, wow, it just occurred to me that not everybody might be interested in huge transformation all the time. Like, that's all I care about. So (laughs) it just, it didn't even dawn on me It didn't even dawn on me that like people might not be interested in that. Like I yeah. don't even know. So, um, big transformation and continued growth and really just having a vision for yourself of where you're going and what kind of world you want to create for yourself and the planet, I think is so important, especially right now in the world, like really having a vision um, I think is, is super important. And, um, and just having that like long-term goal of like knowing who you are, what you're about and where you're going.
1: Oh, I love that. I love we so love simple. asking this question. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> With the way you broke it down, who you are, what you're about, where you're going. <laughs> yes. And that yeah. transformational piece. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show. This has been so fun. I can't wait to check out, um, some of your toolkits and other programs. I find this all all very fascinating. Yeah, (laughs) me
2: too. Me too. And it's um, for 2022, one of my like personal goals is to do more energy work. So I will be diving in at some point soon. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Uh, Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.